As sisters and business partners, we have had our fair share of challenges that have left us feeling overwhelmed and ill-prepared. Right, like that time that you realized that mom never set up her estate. Yeah, just like that. And I don't ever want to repeat that with my own kids. Same, Michelle. Hard stuff like estate planning and business startups come with a huge amount of responsibility and overwhelm. In fact, oftentimes, acquiring a sense of peace and preparedness while navigating life's challenges can actually be really difficult without any guidance and support. It really can, and also the reason why everyone on planet Earth needs an attorney at law like Stephanie Posey of Posey Law Group, LLC, in their back pocket. Stephanie offers empathetic legal advice and is as collaborative as she is entrepreneurial in spirit. She also happens to look at estate planning like it is a love letter to Mm. your family, which is honestly a breath of fresh air. It is. I love that. Whether you are taking a risk to crush your small business dreams, selling a home, or navigating the heartbreak and relief of life transitions while bravely facing big questions about your legacy, Posey Law Group LLC is here to guide you through life's sometimes most overwhelming moments with grace and empathy. For more information on Stephanie Posey and Posey Law Group LLC, please visit www.poseylawgroup.com. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hey there, you cozy stranger. Uh, it looks like you're about to make out with your mic. Hey, listener. Well, hey there. <laughs> Welcome to Cozy Conversations <laughs> with the Sister Project. That's Michelle. Yep. And I'm Lauren. I hogged the intro. I was just, I, yeah, you did, but that's okay. But I was just trying to make it sound sultry. I'm just working on my erotic novel voice. Well, I think you have that. You don't have to work on it. You have it. Oh. You own it. People say it all the time, Lauren. Really? Yes. You know this. I mean, okay, I didn't know about all the time, but people I love your voice. People love Damn. it. Not when you sing, though. People an erotic novel. People don't like when you sing. <laughs> I can't sing for <laughs> shit. That's you. All right, you guys, welcome to our episode. This is a good one. There's a lot. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground in this episode. Um, it's a little longer than usual, but we know some of you out there like that. So we're going to roll right into things, Michelle. We have an awesome freaking review from one of our most loyal listener listeners and content contributors. So Michelle, I want you to take this away. Happy to do so. And this review comes by way. Is this Kimberg? Is this Kimberg? Kimberg hey Kim. And she says cozy connection with you guessed it, five stars. Michelle and Lauren are the perfect companions in your ears for doing all of the things you want to get done. And also for the times you just want to relax and drift into the evening hours. Mm, I love that. The content is perfectly purposefully crafted, thought provoking and inspiring, yet still casual, easy listening and carefree. 
serious to absolutely insanely ridiculous. <laughs> just like a girl's night out, these ladies offer a warm, cozy female connection just to click away whenever you need it most. Oh my well, God, Kim. A plus and thank Kim, you, Kim. AKA Swerve Dingle. Her review came in by author named Swerve Dingle because her husband made a uh, a review 10 years ago for Barstool Sports under the code name of his friend, Dingle and it came up as Swerve. So Kim did everything in her power to change the author name to KBF66. Thank you for that, Kim. And thank you for that side story, Lauren. You're welcome. <laughs> Swerve Dingle. Gotta love her. And you know, I gotta tell you, today is the type of episode where there's some serious talk and there's some insanely ridiculous. As always. That's how we like conversation. to do it. Yep. yep. As always. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, as usual, you know that you can find all of our podcasts notes in the show notes. If we mention anything, it's there for you. Please be like him or aka Swerve Dingle and leave a review. Just a little note will get your name announced on our podcast. And what's cozier than hearing your own name on cozy conversations? Just quieting down and listening to the rest of this conversation. Enjoy. All right. Well, we are back at it. Welcome, welcome. Wow. It feels good. I'm, I'm, uh, I've never been more tired. Let's... I don't even know where I am, how I got here, how I, but we did it. We did. I mean, oh, hey, Lauren, can we talk about last week? Last week was insane for us. It was a blur. It was a blur. Um, work-wise and then baby-wise, my health took a, a plummet and I'm just glad to be here. And thank you for your patience and thank you for your support being a team member and sister. Um, listen, it's my pleasure. I don't really see any other way of working with someone than offering can you those make it, things. Can you, believe, can, you believe, can you imagine making it more miserable for the person who's like having a real hard time? Uh, no. Well, actually, I can. I can. Yeah, I've, I'll never for- I've been there. Well, we've been there. I, I'll never forget after June died, I had to go to oh, yeah. like, we had to go to, on a meeting to talk about like the finances and like we had to like sign really big, sad papers with money people. And I told work, I'm like, this is, you know, I'm like, I work the same hours that a bank is open. And I was like, you know, I just, I got to go do this. And he's like, well, I guess if you have to, and I was like, what? you know, I, I'd rather my mom be alive and not have to do this. So you can either be cool or you can be a butthole. Yep. No. So we don't do that here at TSP headquarters. We raise each other up and are the spackle on the wall for the one who is, we're the filler of the holes when the other one is down for For the count. count. But I mean, you, you, first of all, I have to say, I feel like that was the first experience of you really rallying as a mom. I think we had kind of a lot of, this is what pressure looks like. If you could see me, listener, we've- You look great. I feel like I look like I've been hit by a bus last night. Mia was like, do you want to go to the park and play soccer? And I was in my mind, I was like, <laughs> no, I want to die. Did you go? Yes. Did you? I You're went so and amazing. kicked long balls with my daughter. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So basically, let's catch the <laughs> let's listeners. See, let's, bring them back. let's bring them back. Well, what happened was last week, 
uh, little Luna, her her two front teeth are were breaking through. So hopefully they're not as big as my front teeth, and everything will be great. I mean, she's got like a little space between the two. I don't know if they're yeah, a they, closer they together. Bubble there, so cute. It's so cute. And we experienced the the teething of the the first. We did the bottoms and now the tops, and then she got sick. But listen, there's a lot of like wives' tales too. Like, oh, they get really sick when they're also yeah. teething. And I do think they get a lot of congestion and like earaches because the teeth are coming. There's a lot going on but i also think she had a killer cold and i think that because then yeah, I you got, got it. it and you I got almost died kicked again uh, like i get cold like i get the bubonic plague every time i get a cold yep. and what happened was it was just sleepless nights sick people Dude. and then we had our first really hard to engagement. get yes we but i just want to say really hard to get well too right when you're sleep deprived yeah there's, there's so, no rest the immune system is completely suppressed and shut down yeah but shout out to anthony he would be like let me take the baby go nap like i at one point like i was so sick i just wanted i was throwing i was gonna throw up not because i was physically gi sick i was just exhausted yeah. my throat was in pain i was coughing i was just like i just want to throw up <laughs> <laughs> if that does anything, but who cares about that? Michelle and I had our first speaking engagement. We like we were, I like to say we were keynote speakers, but there are no other speakers. No, we were the headliners of our for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, a, a wonderful woman by the name of Larissa Domino. She is Love a real estate her. agent, a broker, yeah, for App Properties in Hinsdale. She asked the Sister Project to come over to one of their like morning hangouts. She does like these beautifully curated hangout moments for her group. So, her women, uh, a woman cl- of, like, uh, like a, a group, group of her of women clients. Yeah, no, and well, I was also saying like her real estate group. Oh, that incorrect. She was like, this is yep, and then and then her clients. So I would say that there were you say like. 25, 30 people there? Yeah, in my mind, I saw 40. Yeah. I saw 40. I don't know about I feel, you. I, the the crowd I think it was, was filled from front to back with heads. I mean, it was. It was so it cool. Was she asked cool. us to come in and share with them our messaging of like slowing down, taking time for yourself, making yourself mm. a priority, whether you're a mom or not mom. We were one of the things that Michelle and I realized. <clears throat> you know, during when June got sick and then when she died was, well, life is really fucking short. Yep. You never know when your, your maker is going to come knocking to meet them. That's so true. And then also that when you're a caregiver, it's really hard to be like 100% there for someone if you're not giving yourself any care. And also I think it's important. I think this point that you made at that event really resonated with people. You know, we are women and women are just automatically caregivers to everyone, to someone, to something. I was, yeah, I was at a concert last night and there was a woman who I went to the bathroom and she was, I mean, everyone everyone was standing and enjoying. She was sitting by the side, like sitting down, drinking water. She looked unwell. And I went to the bathroom and I came back again. She's still sitting? I was, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, are you okay? But I found myself in that position of we might be giving care to someone. And as women, we we go out on a limb to see, you know, whether it's friends or an aging parent or a kid or a coworker or your clients, we're always fucking putting energy in someone else's well-being. Mm-hmm. And so Larissa asked if we can come over and, you know, shoot it to them straight and talk about some things about how, what did we find out, Michelle, last year? The end of 2022? Wait, 
uh-huh, that we are at an all-time 10-year high. Women are experiencing stress, anger, sadness, resentment, yep. all, the, all things. the ugly words. We want to flip mm-hmm. that a little bit. And we want women to be a little bit more selfish with their time and also allow yourself to find um, energy and moments to take care of yourself. And Michelle, what about when we ask, like, are you taking time out for yourself? No. I think one hand. One hand. One hand. I think that the message that we gave where we were giving women permission, we were, we offered such great, first of all, tools to, we need to slow down. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody tells everybody to slow down constantly. But the fact, but the fact is, is we can't even start to do what you and I want to inspire later, which is doing a little more of nothing. We have Mm -hmm. to actually dial it back and slow down. And then once we ease into that and create more space and take advantage of like modern technology to really delegate some things, what happens? Oh, pardon me. Did you hear that? Oh, that was the candle, candle sale. sale. <laughs> I thought your timer went off. I'm like, are you baking something? What are you baking over there, um, Susie? But I think that people, <laughs> I think that the ladies really, what resonates is, is wrapping your head around the fact that it is okay. Let's take the time back that we should have never really given away in the first place. You know, well, I, it's not that I, I don't think it's that, that we shouldn't have given it away in the first place. I think that we give so much away in the first place that we forget to find time for so ourselves. So it's reclaiming some of what just kind oh, of yes, has that, gone totally. gone away from what should be prioritizing ourselves. And it, Yeah, we don't. And then we get burnt out and busted been there. out, man. Been, been there. Out. Yeah, been I mean, there. We've all been there. So I, we want to share one tip and then we want to keep moving forward, but we want to share a tip that we shared with um, a bunch of the ladies last Friday. And in regards to slowing down, because here's the deal. If you leave your house and you have to go back because you're not sure if you blew out your candle, closed your garage door, now you're taking up more And you're not, and you're rushing and you're anxious and, and you're, you're going to be late. And you're calling people, texting while you're driving. Yep. So we're going to help you avoid that. And so every time you leave the house, mentally acknowledge and document what you are doing. Blow out your candle. But instead of just blowing it out and then getting in your car and be like, mm-hmm. fuck, did I, did I blow it out? Say to yourself, pause just for one freaking second, blow it out and say, I just blew you out. Oh, I, I just blew out I my candle. I thought we were supposed to say, I just blowed you out. But that's... I just blowed you out. <laughs> Lauren, you taught me that tip, just so you know. And I have applied that that have tip to, do it. to uh, like feeding Kevin. I just <laughs> fed Kevin yelling through the home. <laughs> and at least you, if you forget that you did it, someone would be like, yeah, we yeah, heard, I heard you, you, we heard you yell at you, psycho. Well, my problem was the garage door. I live in the city. So you I can't be leaving anyway. that thing open. You can't leave because your shit's gone. And in just a few minutes here, I'm going to tell you a story that I, another one of these things <laughs> not supposed to happen in front of your house. house. But here we are again. Police are here. And fucking A. So acknowledge the shit you're doing. So I was leaving my alley and I, Michelle, sometimes I put my car in rear and I'd fly backwards just to see if my car, my garage door was closed. Oh, nothing like hitting the skids on a speed bump, going backwards. And I have a, a bum neck all the time from sleeping like a jag off because oh, I've got a baby. Oh, sleeping like a jag off? Like, Where? And I'm just like, whatever way I'm laying is what I get that into sucks. right now. Oh, it's the worst. And I'm, I'm in between pillows. It's just a hot mess. So I would strain my neck. And one time I was in my wood yoga and I looked all the way to my right and I couldn't turn my head back again mm. because it got 
jacked up. <clears throat> so when you're doing shit, so now I see my garage door closed and I watch it with my eyes closed instead of just pressing a button and flying down. And I say, I just yeah. closed you garage door. Mm. And then it's, then it's, 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 it's there. You've created it's a memory. There. You've yeah, created, created a, a core memory, memory has been established. Okay. Goodbye worries other- and entering, moving into being able to slow. You just yes, slow down. Yes, because now I don't have to rush to wherever I was going and I can slow down if I'm at the store. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be a psychopath mm-hmm. because I wasted 10 minutes driving around, unlocking, yep. my, unlocking my house, turning And then my you're alarm, turning into out. that lady that's like the nasty honker and the yeller. And it's, you're the one with the problem. <laughs> you didn't close your garage door. Yes. See yes. the cycle? That's the sign. And we're going to help you break it. So listen, we are for hire. So if you are needing the sister project to come by to your corporate event, whatever to speak it might to be, some women, group, we call whatever, us. we mm. are here for you and we want to share our message. Spread the word, not your legs. Not your legs. Thank or you. spread both. <laughs> we don't care. Okay. So yesterday I'm fucking going to Target because now I got to get nasal drops for the baby. Oh yeah. Because now she's got bubbles coming out of That's her nose. That's the worst. It's so and, and I tried to do the nose Frida where you literally suck, like siphon the boogers I out. I haven't wrapped my head and around she, that process yet. She, you, like it, I, her, the fear that she has from, probably from the internal noise and shock of being cleared, sucked out. She looks like I've, I've hurt her and it's, it's all heartbreaking. So I'm like, sad. fuck this, I'm going to go. Yeah, I, it's so sad. It breaks my heart. But she couldn't drink, Michelle, or eat she because she breathe. was so stuffed up. She couldn't breathe. So we've got a whole boatload of problems. I'm trying to go to a good concert because I just want to get the fuck out of my house yep. for five seconds. I need freedom. And it felt so good to be there. But first, I go to Target and I get my things and I'm in and out. I'm not rushing, but I'm, I've got my agenda. I get my stuff and I go home and I'm on my way home. Now... This is a, a word of the wise to anyone visiting the city. And if you live here in the city, you probably already know. No joke. If you're going through an intersection, whether it's a stop sign, like a four-way stop sign or whatever, or a light, I highly advise you slow down. To make and a double check, check. To make a double that up. people aren't flying Correct. through red That's lights. That's a very good bit of advice. We've seen it from afar. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I experienced this myself. So I'm going, I'm going to just say, I'm going through a green light. I'm not going to give streets. I was at Racine and Harrison, but I'm not going to go directions wise. I'm going down Racine to head to Harrison, to head back home. When I'm going through this green light and to my right, I'm crossing over 290 and to my right, I see a car fucking coming. And I'm like, fuck. And, I'm, and I look up and I'm like, am I tweaking? And I'm like, no, I've got a green light. I'm not blowing this is it. They're blowing. So I'm going through my green light, just going. And I kind of pick it up a little bit. And this car comes from behind me, almost hits the right passenger back end of my side. And I'm like, oh God, thank God. And oh my go God. Right. Oh, it was terrifying. But at the same time, I was in complete control. I saw them. So I was kind of like prepared mentally and I guess as physically as I can. So they drive all the way around me, Michelle. And as they like go around my whole car, now they're in like two lanes over because they're fucking driving like crazy, stolen vehicle. They drive all the way around, around me, Michelle. And as they turn right to get to the street they were going to, their front fucking left wheel uh-huh. flies off. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. And this story's just uh-huh. starting. <laughs> Oh my God, Lord. Wheels starts flying out under any normal circumstance. You'd think the the driver would be like, oh slow my God, down. I've lost a wheel. I probably should, should slow stop. down to a stop. Follow the theme of this conversation. <laughs> I should probably see if, if everyone's okay. I got to get my wheel. I don't have a wheel on my car. Not this car. This car 
gunned no. it down Harrison fucking like smoke and everything. And I'm right behind them. So I'm like stopping my car because I don't want to pull up to a red light because I don't want to be the next car, Jack. So oh my they God, get to Lauren, Harrison, they turn left and now we're right by my house. And when I get to where they are, they're no longer there. They've gone, they've literally flown down the street so fast. They're gone. And so I was like, oh God, ah, thank got God away I from that, that one. one. What? That's, that's <sighs> great, Lauren. That, that's concerning. Not- didn't get away from it because when I come in my house through my garage to the front door to put my target nozzle spray down, there's three dudes standing in the front of my house. And I'm like, you Wait, gotta be hang on a second. Me. What are you talking they didn't about? Blow down the, they didn't go down the street Loomis. They actually drove, they turned and then turned right onto my street and they parked. Was it a coincidence? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're just, they're okay. dumping their car because that's what they do park their car right in front of my house. So now we got these three freaking carjackers, car thieves standing in front of my car, my house. And they're looking at the front tire. How fast did you dial 911? I'm like, Anthony, we're not, don't even, we're not getting involved. Just let's stay inside. A duck. And yeah, yeah, duck. That's so scary. It's so annoying. It's annoying because I called 911 and they were very attentive. They're like, we got to get, you know what bugs me a little bit? Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you something. Because I said, you know, I'm a little, I get nervous because it is right in front of my house. I'm like, I don't want the police to come to my home. Until if they get these assailants, yeah, I don't want them to, to know that you were the call. one. That gives me like then you're made. Anxiety. Then you're made at this yeah, point. I'm made, mm-hmm. and they're going to come camp That's my ass. Fun. So, yeah, so I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I'm having anxiety. I don't. I just want to get this taken care of. And then I and she's like, man, we want to get these kind of people off the streets. Okay, fine. So sure enough, I call, they come, and there's no license plates. You know, it's all a fucking bunch of hocus pocus. Yeah. You know, so they dump this car, and then. They a guy gets out of an Uber. They jump in the Uber that this guy was in. Probably carjacked that guy at some point. They left our vicinity. The day goes on, whatever. And then this morning, I wake up. The cops are outside. They're like, "Indeed, it was stolen." So they came and got a tow. And I go, "Hey, listen, my husband got a photo of the uh, the thieves, and we've got a a ring app here. You want to see these guys?" So yeah. What did they say? Maybe... No, th- we're good. Thanks. Because they're not going to do it. A- do anything. I said, "You don't want to see these guys." Almost hit my car. They could have caused like severe bodily harm. And they almost crashed in their car. They stole this. If you don't want their photo, no, that's it's a clean steal. They said. And I said, "What's what a clean mean? steal?" They said, "A clean steal is when you like just steal a car off of the street." They didn't engage in like an armed hijack. So, like I said, well, people, hang on a second. Let me wipe the sweat out of my brow for that clean wall. steal. I mean, you guys, welcome. I mean, it's 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 things like this happen every so often, once in a while in front of my house, but it is sometimes where you're just like, honestly, Michelle, it's frustrating because it's like, we have such a beautiful, calm street with lovely neighbors. There's a lot of college kids and doctors to be and families that have been here for ages and shit like that. Mm. It's like, oh, that makes me want to move to Portugal. Well, but you know we're what? here for the long so haul. I just want to say before... We conclude our segment of one of those weird things that happen in front of my house. <laughs> I want to say just to show the what the kind of things that really annoy me, you know, that that chat my my hide here Your hide yeah. is, from a neighbor perspective is when for years I had to stare at a lamp that instead of it having a glass <laughs> um, dome over it, it had a Lego head on it. So no violence here, no issue with that kind of a situation. But you wanted to cause but violence. When I tell you how angry I was made to look at that, that 
that is what I we're dealing with. I personally liked the Lego head. It was different. Not a lot of people had anything like that. And I thought it made for great conversation. Yeah, that it did. That it did. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that concludes that. So do be mindful when you're crossing or walking or driving through intersections. That's I no can't joke. tell you how many times there- I've driven to the city and almost died in a car crash because there was somebody blowing through they blow. their, they're just, their red they're, they're while I'm clearly crossing at the right time. Yeah, be super mm-hmm. careful. Um, okay, so Michelle, we also had our first cozy AF uh, pop up yesterday Jeez. with Batchboard Candy Company yep. and Marlo and Olive Peshtamels and Turkish Towels. We actually spoke about her stuff last week. Such a success. And I just want to say thanks to the, our weird internet friends and loved ones from near and far that oh came my God. and stopped by our pop-up. There's going to be more, you guys. Michelle and I have big, big, big visions. Super As excited. Usual. We do one thing and then we blow things. We're like, let's make this the next... Well, I feel, well, listen, this is what we do. Like we do things and then we actually, we come up with something and then we do it or we, and then we're like, wait a second, that really worked or that really resonated. And that was fun. And that was really fun. And that felt really good. And I felt like I was in my flow. Um, that's where our big ideas come from. Yeah. And I was so excited too. We had friends like, um, Kristen from Roland Rita's Lauren, did you meet her? Did you have a oh chat my God, with her? I don't know if I did. There was, no, because I, I feel like she would have said I'm from Roland Rita's. I wish she would have said she was from Roland Rita's. It like took me 12 hours <laughs> oh, maybe, to make a connector. Maybe I did talk to her. Oh then. my God. Yeah, there were some great, I'll, I mean, everyone, like I said, we had listeners that were like, is it, we thought maybe it was weird if we showed up. It, what? it is so on weird. Was, like we are, we are wanting the weird internet friends to be there. Please. Like we have two friends, um, Molly and Leah at this Love point them. who've, we've met up a couple times. Hey, Molly. Hey and guys. Leah. Happy, happy belated birthday, Leah. <laughs> It, it, they we are friends now. They hung out. They like hung out. They're just I love them. It's great. We become real life friends. And I that's what I love about you know. I had a friend reach out that was like, "Did you get any weirdos that popped in? Maybe a stalker or something?" No, no, because no. we have this community of people yeah, cool that are peeps, like the man. most delightful, warm, engaging. Yeah, Victoria, love Victoria. Oh my god! I mean, listen, there's so many of you, and I also want to give a big shout out to Larry Montgomery because uh, big Larry. Big Blair. He likes our podcast. And I want to say, Big Lair, thank Lauren, you. Lauren, did he I, tell you that yesterday? Yeah, oh my God, really he's about still it. listening. Thanks, Lair. <laughs> and now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Lauren, did you know that in order to stand out from the crowd, both personally and professionally, it is essential to have a strong brand with purpose? You know, Michelle, I actually did know that. And I'm pretty sure I'm the one that, that told you how important branding is. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I think you're right. A personal brand is what makes you unique and the reason people will remember you. It gives you that edge, but sometimes we need a little help honing that personal and professional brand, which is why we are so excited to share the perfect guidebook to assist anyone who's looking to create a vibrant personal or professional brand with purpose. It's called Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. Lisa has taken her 20 years of brand strategy expertise and mindset coaching to help you, dear listener, find your own clear vision so that you can share it with the world. It literally is a roadmap to help you find your clear vision, teach you how to show up as a visionary within your own personal and professional brand, and build your inner platform. If you are looking to reinvent yourself, build a business or both, but simply don't know where to start, then start by grabbing yourself a copy of Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. And it is available on Amazon. Simply search Find Your Clear Vision and when the bright colored beauty appears, put it in your cart and click purchase. 
No, Michelle, speaking of branding, I am obsessed with her book's vibe and cover. Same, Lauren. And to you, dear listener, enjoy your journey to finding your own clear vision. And now, back to our cozy conversation. Okay, Michelle, so I went to the salt shed yesterday. Tell me everything. Okay, you guys, the Morton, the Morton Salt Shed, if you can imagine the little girl in the raincoat with the umbrella, that factory warehouse was, is in the city of Chicago. While it has since been turned into a fucking cool music venue. Really? I recommend, I was telling our friends yesterday, if you even come visit the city of Chicago, look to see who's playing. Even if you don't know the band, who cares? Buy a ticket and go experience it. The outdoor area has fire pits, uh, picnic tables, and pinata truck, beer truck. There's a vintage shop. There is a pizza spot. Like So you get to go and be outside and be in the city and chill. And then you go into this bad it's one of the coolest music venues I have ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen a shit ton okay, of Okay, can concert. I ask you a question? Does the salt shed look like a dome, kind of? It looks like a giant warehouse, okay, not a okay, dome. Okay. It looks like a big lofted Got warehouse. It. And if you've ever been to like a big, like if you've ever been to Coachella and gone to like the DJ tent, yeah. it looks I've like a giant enclosed That's super tent. Cool. You feel kind of like you're at a fest. Michelle, it's amazing. So we saw a band called Fever Ray. And Michelle, I'm going to text you a photo. I'm this, I wanted to wait to send you this because these are unlike, I was not, I did not know what I was walking into. The, the uh, Fever Ray is a Swedish band and they are an electronic, like pop indie trippy experiment band. And Michelle, um, you're going to have a look at the lead singer. Her name is Karen. Karen. And Michelle, is it pronounced Karen? Or is it Karen. just... Karen. Oh, Karen. I don't... It has some dots <laughs> at the top, and it's um, too Swedish. All right. You know what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What is going on? Why? You guys... <laughs> Okay, so Karen has like a bald cap on. She's painted her whole face. She kind of looks like powder. She's wearing an oversized jacket, so she's giving me some talking head vibes. My stomach hurts. And she's... She looks a little bit like Tales from the Crypt, you guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. They. Karen does go by they, them. And they do it up in the macabre, kind of spooky makeup, okay? So their band is all women, and it's fucking awesome. Like, blown away by it. But I kind of want... So Fever Ray, cool. They came about in like the mid-2000s. Um, I wonder how that name came about. Show. I always, that's a, Fever yeah, Ray. that's always a thing with bands. Know, right? The band like, is always, someone up? will say like a string of three words and we'll be like, write it down next band name, you know, but sometimes yeah. there's a story. I want to know. Fever anyway, Ray, I don't know. I know that they had another band with their brother um, called The Knife and I was a fan of ah, that yeah, band well, as of well. Course, makes sense. Okay. The Knife. That's our nickname for our dad. So before Fever Ray came on, um, a drag queen came on by the name of Christine and I love drag queens. Um, this was unlike any, this was a scary, spooky oh, drag well, queen. Oh, well, sounds so like this Michelle, is right up your alley. Will, so Michelle, I'd I will now su- send you a photo Stop. of, I'd be of, sucking, of I'm, Christine. Am I going to be sucking my thumb in the corner? You don't think yeah, I'm ready? a little bit. You don't think I'm ready? No, I don't think you are ready. Karen is a, perform, a performer and um, he goes by, he, he's, he actually... I mean, he gives the spooky vibes. It's a t- it's semi terrifying. Okay, but I'm waiting. That's what was so cool Here it comes. about? Okay. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So honestly, There's- I just want to say that my stomach hurts, <laughs> and I 
don't know if I'd be able to sleep easy. Because you guys, I'm, you have to understand these people are, their, their shtick is to be a bit disturbing. Yeah. They're macabre. He, he talks like, like it's, I mean, it's very, it's like drag queen, Marilyn Mask and man, man, Manson esque yes. is what yes. we're looking at. They're, there is. And again, had no, we had no idea we were walking into. This is not the... We came to see Fever Ray. And Anthony's like, oh, guys, so Christine seems a little intense. So we don't know what's going to happen. But Christine, who has messages of love between his very scary, amazing, weird show. Yeah. Like at one point, he goes on and talks about your friends. Like if your friends are not picking up their phones, go check on oh, your friends. Oh, that's friend. nice. And I like so that he message. Puts in like this mental health... Oh, Lots of deep connecting messaging amongst. Well, I have to say, I would probably pay attention more to what that person is saying just based on the sheer vision. Like, what's going to come out of your mouth? That is not what I would expect. You know, and it's not always about what comes out of his mouth either. Oh, Oh, here's so sometimes he opens a show. What I saw his butthole last night. I'm sorry. What? Why? 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 Because he took off that little leotard he was wearing. At one point, he goes, "I'm gonna do it," and he bent over, and you saw he probably had a butt plug in because his shtick is to come out sometimes with a balloon attached to a butt plug, and then he pops it out. All right. Honestly, <laughs> can we talk about something else? I'm ready. I'm good. <laughs> Awesome. I think maybe you should vet some. I read, like, I read an interview. Kids. I read an interview and, and Christine goes, you know, I do some weird shit in my show. He goes, but I've never seen anything weirder than that one time I was in Chicago and I popped that butt plug out and I looked down and there was a guy what? sucking on the butt All plug right. like a pastor. And he goes, the goes, I'm, and so he goes, I slapped him. I go, you're disgusting. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, I would never see anything like this, and I would never. I thought about you last night. Want, I wanted you to no, be so bad. Mm-mm, no, it was so cool. But okay, it was cool. And by the way, this is not the. These are not typically the types of shows I saw. But I'm going to tell you what, Michelle. It felt fucking good to go to a concert last night after the week. I oh my had. god, I was actually shocked when I forgot that I you were going more. there. I was like, holy crap! I cannot believe you mustered it up to do that. Wow, we had to. Wow, Michelle, what are you reading, watching, and listening to? Uh, not a whole lot this week because I've been Same. writing, working, and busting my ass. But I am still working on the discovery of witches, and I'm obsessed with it. I'm the about ha- yeah, the, book the, book, the series, it's the book. It's the first part of the trilogy. I'm about halfway through it. It is every bit of cozy. I can't. I will read the whole series for sure. I love it. I 100%. love it. I'm putting that on my. F- I'm going to push that to the fall when I have just more of a vibe yeah. for it. I'm going to do that. I am watching, I watched, I binged Jury Duty. It's on Amazon Prime. And I believe it's like a side streamable app called like Freezer or Freezer okay. or whatever. Um, something like that. I can't remember. It, it, You guys, I can't recommend it high uh, strong enough. Um, it is about, it's a kind of like a mockumentary. So it's a mockumentary series, kind of like a, okay. So it's like a joke documentary. Okay. And basically what it is, it's a, it's a trial and there's a jury, there's 12 jurors, there's a plaintiff and a defendant, there's a bailiff, there's everyone you can imagine goes into a trial. This sounds and, like this would be something right up my alley, especially considering oh, my people's court addiction. So <laughs> good. You would, Michelle, you have to watch it. Basically all of these people are actors except for Ronald. Ronald applied to a Craigslist ad that said like, um, 
auditioned to be on a real life trial. We are doing a documentary on what it's like to be a juror. And he signed up and he got past all the the casting calls. He didn't know what he thought. He, he thought he was applying for a documentary, but he also thought he would be kind of just pushed into a, a, a trial of some sort. It is one of the most wonderful shows of 2023. Um, it's heartwarming. It's sweet. If you guys are familiar with James Marsden, he's the actor. He's a handsome yeah. fellow. I forget. He's in Notebook. the Notebook. Hello. He's, he's, he's in yeah, like, Rachel's yeah. like love interest. I think he's um, an X-Men. I think he's. Yeah. He's super cute. He plays himself because it's an LA trial and he plays himself. So he's on the jury. And so he like comes in with his script and he'll be reading his script on the couch. And then he'll, he'll be like, Oh my God, sorry guys. It's a jump scare. I wish I could tell you about it, but <laughs> you'll have to find out when you watch the movie. So he plays himself. He plays kind of like a, a jag. <laughs> it's so I mean, good. my, t- I have a text it. thread with my high school friends, the mushroom heads, and they're like, this is so good. They are raving about it. It's awesome. Oh my God. So watch you guys. Okay. We got two more hot topics to get to. Well, hang on. I'm watching a couple of things. I'm, I'm, I am watching some things. I managed to watch a couple of things while we were busy. (laughs) Um, new and old right now. I'm, I'm halfway through the Citadel series. I'm obsessed. This is streaming. This is streaming on Amazon prime. This is starring Priyanka Chopra, Richard Madden, He's another cute one. I know who he is. Okay. I know exactly and who he is. Hello, Stanley Tucci. Didn't know him. Oh, love Stan. He's so sexy. He is a he is sexy, sexy. Like the older he gets, he's a fine stud lo- Like stud muffin. I'm obsessed with it. The chemistry between the two are not not Stanley. He's on his alone on the outside. But Priyanka and Richard, they're American spies. They are ass Ooh. kickers. There is chemistry and I'm into it. Um, and then I started watching Firefly Lane. Uh, the, so this is the third season, I right? have never watched this season. Oh my God, Michelle, it's so good. I have to, I've not watched the most recent. Can you give them a synopsis? I kind of forgot what it's about because I watched it during COVID. The, the way it's filmed is, is it's fla- flashing back from present to modern day. And Tolly is the journalist best friend and she's like the yep. TV personality star. And then the cute, I don't know her name, who is in Scrubs and stuff is her best friend. And okay. they grow up together. Tolly's raised by like a bust out mom who's, uh, there's a, lots of heavy content there. And then her best friend lived down the way and they kind of became life lifetime best friends and they're navigating their life through like- this, It gets kind of crazy. Okay, there's a lot. Like yeah. there's some trigger warning for there. There's some tough stuff in there for Yeah, there's sure. some tough stuff. Well, it is a Kristen Hanna book, So right? good. Um, so let's, okay, awesome. Great recommendations. I want to move on to Swedish death cleaning because this- t- topic was brought to us separately. I saw it on Daily Mail, of course. And Michelle, you said someone brought it up to you. Yes. One of our um, one of our audience members at our speaking engagement came up to us and said, listen, I have to tell you about this book. She read a she was mm. showing me the book that, about it. Um, but what is this? The the art of the art it's, it's not the art, it's this, it's Swedish death cleaning. And you know, we've seen like the Maria Kondos mm-hmm. and the home edits of the world and the uh freaking what's it called? The hoarders. I love that. That show, show gave me anxiety. Um, I actually could not watch it. Love it. Um the this Swedish is the opposite death of anxiety. Is and a lot of Swedish because we're talking about um the Swedish uh, band Fever Ray. We met a nice Swedish lady at our speaking event, and now we're moving on to how to declutter your home before you die. And listen, the, the idea of this is you don't have to be at the end of your journey to start this process. It's like a practice. This is it's a practice, it's a lifestyle. This is something where you start 
editing your home and think about like, really, what is the longevity of this item? What, what really matters to me? To it? Right. And there are a few things. There was one of the one of them was to let go of about the guilt of inherited items. And I've seen this in other concepts of decluttering as well. And the thing about inherited items that there's such like a strong sentimental value to them. But then there are some that are like, I'm literally just holding on to this because my mom, it's a pin that my mom wore once. It's a button pin. And I know that her hands touched it. I'm never going to wear it. It's probably just going to sit in that fucking plastic box for a thousand years until I go through that plastic box. Ditch it. Ditch it. It's like, because what they say is like in this, the, what they're saying in the, in the Swedish death cluttering is that they cleaning, it, they live on in your heart. They live on they're through you. They're always there. That exactly. Button, that pin. Um, there was something else. I that think I my loved. mother-in-law practices this. I think sexy Jan and I, I, we're, Jan she's does. hearing this for the first time now. And she and I will have a conversation about this later, but I've noticed over the years, what she's done is she goes through things and mm. I'm only aware of this because she'll come over with a, um, a package mm. of stainless, you know, silver, um, coffee spoons or sure. some sort of something that was sentimental to her at one point, but I now it's like this matters, but let's move it on to somebody else. Okay. So if you don't want that, then what do we do? Are we donating have, it? Are you yes. saying no? So I have, okay. part, you know, I, it's like first right of right or refusal. Like I can say, thank you very much. And there are some things that I have ta- taken other things. She has either passed off to somebody else donated. I've donated, or she's put in like the church garage sale. Okay, cool. And that's part of this concept of um, Swedish death cleaning is repurpose or donate. It's like, it's okay to move things forward to other people. And there's another aspect to it that I love. And I'm going to, this is the one I'm really going to take with me is to edit a little every day. This is not like a one week or a one day like springtime. No, this is like every day. They're like when you're boiling your pasta and your kids set up or you're boiling your pasta and you're just waiting for your pasta to be made. Um, open up your, your drawer, oh of all of your kitchen where I'd have three things clean in out, it. and clean out one drawer Yeah, and clean, just clean it out. And then, and then the next day or in two days from now, then do the little cabinet. I have so many of those to do that. That is, that speaks to me. It speaks to me too. I, I don't do it. Um, but I have friends that do, and I need to be, I need to adhere to this a little bit more. I love this. Uh, me too. And the, and really it is that you're not burdening your loved ones at the end with a house full of like shit that's going to just be passed on to them oh. and they're going to hoard it. It's just oh, like, it's a cycle. Wait. It's like, this helps break oh, it. Oh wait, hang on. You mean like when we move moms from one big house to a little bit smaller, but big house with four, with, with shit. three trucks of garbage, three, so, three moving trucks, trucks of garbage, garbage Filt- trucks. Moving they were moving trucks with truck. a available shout out to them. Local movers in Great town, guys. sweethearts, unbelievable. Awesome. Move garbage for us. Thanks guys. Anyway. So yeah, Lauren, this message, it really speaks to me and I am going to uh, apply it to my daily life. The woman that we met in at the speaking engagement, her name was Linda and Linda listened to one of our recent episodes. So if you are listening now, Linda, hello. Um, She is a Swedish expat. So she's here. She's been here for one and a half years. And she shared with me some, a couple things that the Swedes do. She said, every Friday, the Swedes go to the market and pick up flowers, fresh flowers, so that for the weekend, their home has the freshness of life on the indoors, which I thought was a beautiful That's really lovely. I do that every Sunday. 
So I have them I, okay, so you week. do it for the week. Mm-hmm. When, I, whatever it, whenever and wherever it is, I think it's just a beautiful thing to almost make it like something to look forward Absolutely. to. Absolutely, and there's Linda's shared so much more with us, Lauren. But we yeah, need we'll to save it. that, save that for yeah. We're gonna put that for next for week's sure. podcast. Last but not least, Michelle, what did you think about the King's coronation? Um, you said you had some thoughts. I'm just I don't care anymore. I'm just saying it. Oh, you don't. You're I'm bored. done. I'm just saying it. I'm announcing it to all of podcast land. I actually so this is it. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I think I saw. Saw them riding in their golden um, uh, carriage. The golden carriage. It's like that was like their bougie Uber. Okay, literally <laughs> with the pomp and circumstance. I love you all for loving it and being obsessed with it. Um, could give two fucks. That's my thought. I. It was one of the more boring moments of my royal like Exper- watching yep. and yeah that, that was I wasn't into it but I will say that I did love watching I, I'm, I'm a creep I just really enjoyed watching Harry be there and I didn't enjoy it I I'm a person that loves watching people's like public behavior yeah. when it comes down to those kind of circumstances him sitting three rows behind him just there's a photo of him staring at Prince William who is doesn't even doesn't even know that his brother exists Ooh, it's the that's most bad that's, it's such that's a uncomfortable situation. So is he so with the pervert uncle? I don't mean to say uncle? that I enjoy it. So does, oh, he's, 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 he's been pushed back he's, with the pervert uncle. He was in the third row with the pervert uncle. That's, that's so, cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So you know what? I've got my own family problems. I could give two fucks about the royal family. I've said it for Michelle, all the world to hear. Oh my God, Michelle, last <laughs> certainly not least. What are you doing for your cozy, mindful well Oh my God, I am. Uh-oh, you hear I her? do, but you want Anthony's. That's fine. Anthony's getting it. Don't worry, worry about it. Blazing up and weeding my yard. I go what out there. Hitting, what are you blazing up on? Same thing I always am, honey. Banner Bruce City. Banner, Banner and City. guess what? The weeds are. I may not be Swedish death cleaning, but the weeds are slowly but surely disappearing. And it's cozy. Good on you. Nothing's cozier than walking up to a yard that isn't winning on the block for having dandelions. Okay. And also at the beginning of our conversation, we talked about like slowing down. I know like manual labor might not seem like that, but getting your hands dirty and becoming one with nature can be very soothing. Couldn't be more present than I am when I'm doing that. Seriously, Seriously. What about you? So I am going, when that, seeing that concert, concert last night, albeit how fucked up as some of the performers were, it was, I had... I cried. Actually, we were eating pizza outside with Maggie. Oh my God. My best friend Maggie and her wife, Katie and Anthony. And I had a tear and I was like, I just said, I needed this so bad. I needed to not, I love my baby. I needed to be out with my people Mm. and just be enjoying life. I had one IPA and I had five milligrams of a a Juana sativa mango gummy. And I woke up feeling fresh as a daisy. I let loose a a little bit last night. I had the best night ever. It was good for my heart, my mind, and my soul. And to that I say, stay cozy, everybody. Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. 
If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.